I'm in the pregnancy unit, but it's in a kind of cafe with lots of people sitting around and chatting. And then the midwife doctor woman is doing my ultrasound and putting the jelly on me and stuff. And she's looking at the screen and she says, oh, no. And I say, what? What is something wrong? And she says, it's nothing to worry about, but it seems there's been a mistake. It's not a baby. It's actually a carrot lodged in your uterus. And she shows me the monitor. Some of the people in the cafe are craning their necks to have a look as well. And there it is, a grainy black and white image of a carrot. And she says, you'd be surprised how often this happens. And I wake up flooded with panic, heart pounding, cold fire of adrenaline coursing through. And I'm not imagining it. There's a pain in my belly, a dull ache that wasn't there before. But you must have. What? Previous. Oh, no. A lot of the old sex, not a lot of the old romance. Mm. Not even three and it's basically night. Blinds still open, but who cares, not me. It's like some kind of dream lying there in the half-light, feeling the warmth of the body, bristle of leg on leg, but nothing seems real anymore. You not had previous? Strapping young fellows such as yourself? Not really. Well, like, in school and that, you know? Well, no, I don't know, in school and all that. It's different for you, Tommy, two ways. I'm not being... you know what I mean. I'm just saying it's different. And you're a pushover, wet wipe doormat rabbit in the headlights, letting it happen, letting it wash over you, but you know it's just another taunt from the universe, glitch in the simulation, it'll write itself before long, exactly the same. But when I say that I haven't before, as in... I'm not, I'm not just saying that, so I don't always know what I'm doing with... Oh, Jesus. But this could be it. You fucked it once and you've been handed another chance. You're not going to fuck it again. Massive, cavernous, pointless universe. All the right pieces all falling into place. You're not going to fuck it again. I came out when I was 13. Precocious little shit. The longing and the wanting is not enough. It's not. You have to take it and translate it into... You, you need to say things. Not that I ever actually did anything with the extra time. I told my friend and then there was this lunchtime during which it went around and by the time the bell went, everybody knew. Could just do it. Do it now. Say something. Say what? And then a bit later I told my mum and she told my dad. As soon as there's a break, subject change. I mean, my mum said something about grandchildren, like, that's as cliche as it got. I guess it's like you build something up in your head of what you think the future is going to be. And it takes an adjustment. Would you, do you think, want kids? <laughs> do you? Oh, I don't know. Probably not. No? No. You look at the news, the absolute bin-fire state of the world. What sort of life is that going to be? Yeah. I mean, I think fine if there's someone else's. I don't know. I just feel sort of cruel. Yeah. And, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. In my family, I think there must be a history of... Like, I don't know. There are silences and you get to the edge of them and piece together what happened. Nothing anyone's named. You know, nothing diagnosed or anything, but yeah. I wouldn't want to inflict that on someone, really. So what you're saying is, you're completely mental. The power of my positive self-value is transforming my life. The power of my positive self-value is transforming my life.